Welcome to Antipode. Wait, we should do that. I was laughing in the background. <laughs> you, you should say it. You have the radio voice. Give uh, me some radio voice. Welcome to Antipode. <laughs> there you go. Antipode. Antipode. Antipod. Antipodal. Antipodal. Um, which yeah. we, so should, if you're, we should clarify. Yeah. We didn't know that's how that was pronounced when we came up with the yeah. name. <laughs> if you're as confused as we think you are, you're, you're wondering why we can't figure out the name of our own podcast. And that's because right before we started, Riley reminded me that we were probably pronouncing the name A-N-T-I-P-O-D-A-L differently. Uh. So what was antipodal? Uh, and Riley reminded me or, or, or brought up that it, it's actually pronounced antipodal. We both hated that name. We, so we, moved we to thought like uh, it was so clever. It was so clever. Uh, I mean, the word pod is in it. It means on opposite sides of the earth. As uh, if you if you use uh, if you Google opposite sides of the earth map tool, you'll find a map tunneling tool and you'll find that the Czech Republic and uh, New Zealand uh, where myself and Bijan are located, respectively, uh, are on almost exact opposite sides of the earth. Almost. And we figured it was close enough to, to use that name. And it was so clever because it included the name pod or the word pod. Yeah, we it. loved it. So good. But yeah. it turns out antipodal just doesn't, no one's going to know that it has word pod in it. Yeah, so here we are. We've decided to go with the singular antipode. Meaning Anti- antipode, one side of the other. Which I I'm, I I keep thinking it's still not perfect, but it's better. Yeah, it's yeah, better. it's better. And right. uh, I don't I don't know if that Instagram account is taken. I'm checking right now, actually. <laughs> we had a we had a problem with the we wanted to get an Instagram account anti antipodal, uh, yeah. or antipodal, if you're bougie. Well, I, let me tell you, if Antipode is, is in here, then, then we're never going Well, it, the guy was, uh, what, was he French? I think he was a French guy with, like, two cat pictures. Riley, there's a guy. Oh, no. That has Antipode. Oh. That's okay. How's his account, though? Is it good? Yeah, it's actually really good. Oh. We're going to okay. kill him. Well... <laughs> We'll, we'll let it add out. We'll let it out that any threats of murder to Instagram accounts. <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. So, Riley, how's uh, how's product, man? How, what do you what have you been up to? What, what's going on? It's great, man. It's great. I uh, just, uh, just I, I feel like I should clarify that this is this is actually my fifth time here. I think it's yeah, it's my fifth time. And each of my previous four times, it was like a between a week and two week long visit. Um, and so now I get to spend an extended amount of time here, a whole year. Uh, and so I am familiar with the area. So it's not like um, it's, it's probably not like what you're experiencing, which we'll go over in a second. You know, I've I've had the food. I've met the people. I've been on a few different trips to a few different parts of the country. I've had a whole lot of beer. Uh, which is, for those of you who are unaware, that's probably what the Czech Republic does best. Um, and so, but that, but things have been have been going well, you know. Uh, I already went uh, to the rock climbing gym. I'm probably going to join. I uh, yeah. we went to the farmers market that started yesterday. Nice. Uh, so we picked a good time to arrive. 
uh, in Prague. I mean, it was like 50 degrees out. It was beautiful. Is yeah. um, this uh, dogs and wait, kids wait. running around? It's 50 degrees out in the middle of winter. Uh, well, it's <laughs> the middle of uh, yeah. I guess it's the t- towards the end of the winter. I guess. Okay. Um, wow. I know. Yeah, it's been it's been warm. Well, it was it was cold right before we came, but uh, it warmed up right when we got here. So uh, that mm. that was uh, you know unexpectedly great. Um, yeah, and and uh, so the fir- first couple of days are great. I uh, uh, I fought off jet lag pretty quickly. Normally, it only takes me like a day or two. You know, they force uh, f- they kind of try to force you on your. Um, on the schedule of whatever country you're visiting when you're on international flights by feeding you food at the right times and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Remind so, me again, what, how long, how long are you there? Uh, how long am I in Prague? Yeah. One year. In the Czech Republic. One year. One year. Well, uh, One. technically Czech Republic, probably about eight months and then, uh, and then Poland for the last three or four. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the podcast. I will. I, I haven't been to Poland yet. So eight months in, nine months into this podcast, well, we'll I will get to experience a new location and talk Sweet. more about that. Um, Great. Yeah. So, um, how about you, Beach? What's uh, what's life like in New Zealand so far? I'm at two weeks and one day right now from arriving in New Zealand uh, with Maria, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's been great. I we mean, should we should clarify that it's your your beautiful Swedish fiance. Fiance, yeah, <laughs> Maria, Sieve, Sieve Maria Louise Agutis, yeah. Mm. Um, but we had just come from Europe and like uh, froze our our butts off for six weeks between jobs, um, where I, we had just moved from Indiana, and uh, Maria had seen very little of her continent because she had gone straight to school after after graduating so we you know we had to go try the old Eurail game and so we did everything that we could think to do an in epic the winter without an epic send off yeah it was really good it was kind of so we had booked a round trip ticket to Sweden for Christmas on the 22nd of December 2016 and um, I got late notice that I, I had gotten a job here in New Zealand on the 12th of December and Maria kind of looked at me and was like, uh, let's just cancel our return. So, Oh, that was our lives up in 10. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though she had a wedding to go to for four days of it. So basically it meant that I was just going to drink loads of coffee and throw our stuff into other people's cars and, and pack it all up. So yeah, it was, it was her idea, but, um, but we didn't we didn't really appreciate how how much junk I had collected. I, I have to say I'm like a little a, I'm a little surprised by that. I could because I know yeah. you and I know people that know you would imagine that you're the one that said, Let's cancel the return flight and make an epic yeah. tour of Europe before yeah. we make our flight to New Zealand. I'm uh, that's yeah. uh that's yeah, awesome. I think people also yeah, they they probably also think that like um, he likes to avoid uh, nearly killing himself and you know two weeks notice at work is like bare minimum so it was uh, <laughs> it was it was interesting but we packed all everything up and flew via Iceland to Gothenburg where Maria's from and spent loads of time with her family and her grandmother Momor shout out to Momor <laughs> um, and we'll get her uh, on the cast 
yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll interview her. She speaks German and English, so we can expand our our uh, listening audience. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was great. So six weeks all over Europe, basically everywhere the trains go, much as we can do, packed it in. We move really fast. That's you know, this is a travel podcast. It's about being um, out there, uh, kind of beyond your comfort zone. You'll you'll pick up real quick from Rhea and I that we can get. It's kind of our our thing to get a ridiculous amount done in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Loads of people say, "Oh, well, you haven't really taken it all in. You haven't really savored it." Sure. I mean, once I've seen everywhere once, then I'll go ahead and do the second ones, you know, slow. But for <laughs> now, I'm I'm uh, I think you can have some pretty deep experiences while still moving pretty quick. So. Yeah. We went all over and then flew via Amsterdam and Guangzhou, China, uh, to Auckland, New Zealand, where our home is indefinitely now, as I've taken a work-to-residence uh, talent visa here. So I'm not going anywhere, Auckland. This is where I'm going to ride out <laughs> World War III, and it's going to be grand because <laughs> it's summer here now. I've yeah. abandoned winter. Maria and I got sunburnt in like the first six hours. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. I I will encourage. Uh, well, I'll I'll go ahead and plug uh, all of our Instagram accounts. Uh, but uh, uh, being Bijan, all right, is that? Yeah. At being right. Bijan, B E I N G, B E J A M. Yep. Uh, fantastic account for uh, uh, for those of us who were following him during that epic European tour. Uh, it's sure to make uh, everyone jealous and yeah. it's going to make everyone yeah. want to quit their job and make a, a six-week six, six tour, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's really that's what it's all about, right, Riley? It's about being under or unemployed and <laughs> uh, <laughs> spending all your money on experiences. Yeah. Right, right now, Riley and I are making this call from Airbnbs right i'm in somebody else's living room making this call that's right (laughs) we have and we've got loads of technology just surrounding us that didn't exist 10 years ago yeah and we both have beards so we're just we're walking cliches i believe yeah yeah uh you know when i was living in chicago before we left i i i never tell barbers how to give me a haircut at least not since my hair started thinning and um this guy, uh, this guy gave me like the most hipster haircut. Like if I, like just telling you that, you can probably imagine what haircut that is. It's oh, like but high and beard tight. So, so makes up for it. <laughs> and, then, Riley, and I've got a huge Riley has beard, a beard and I wear skinny jeans. Like, and like, I am super virile, and I, <laughs> I will impregnate your daughter. Sort of beard. <laughs> That's that's what that beard tells me. Oh yeah. Oh god. I uh, I I'm hope my in laws aren't listening. <laughs> well, that's their daughter, right? Exactly. Yeah. No. No. At some yeah, point, it is. I just don't I'm know sure if they want to hear that being said. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it was the, it was the general. It was the general daughter. No, uh, yeah. Oh daughter. yeah, yeah. Lowercase um, d. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're um you know I, maybe we're walking stereotypes of. Uh, uh, both the outdoor lifestyle, the sort of millennial lifestyle. Um, yeah. Uh, I but also that's have okay. the unique distinction of, of not having lived in Donald Trump's America. So I, I left, <laughs> I got out while the going was good. <laughs> that's, that's right. I forgot you got out before the inauguration and 
Yeah, you had like three or four weeks left, and yeah. uh, you, you, I can see that you're tainted because of it. Like it's, it's a, yeah. I can see the stink and disappointment on your face. Um, you know, I don't know if we have time for this. Maybe we'll do this on another cast. No, you yeah, know, yeah, we'll screw, go there. Screw it. No, let's. Um, like in your two weeks, um, the people that you've met have, and in, in New Zealand, do they care about the American election? Do they they talk to you about Trump? I don't think anybody realizes at home how much our political system affects everybody in the world. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's and they can all and they all know very specifically how. It's not just kind of like the general concern of of why or how like I mean there's a uh, an economic uh, uh, blip on the radar in the US causes huge waves that kind of just spread out throughout the world and Mm-hmm. And affect uh, everything from housing prices to to uh, the price of gas. So, yeah, I mean, it's a yeah, it's a, it's the first question I get wherever I go. Really, and uh, it's good. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's a I, like I was looking at a boat today, and it was a like we were rowing across this beautiful bay, going out to this wonderful boat, and it's this nice Kiwi guy, was dentist out in the country. And we were having just a great time, and you could tell that he was just kind of waiting to pop the question. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, Trump, we like got like twenty minutes in, and he was like, "So, like, what? So, why are you here? Like, uh, everybody wants to hear that I'm like some sort of like political refugee defector. It's like, yeah. no, <laughs> to be honest, I just got a job that I needed and uh, and wanted to take in New Zealand, and I've ended up here, but." Yeah, let's talk about it. So, you know, we'll d- dive in and a f- you know, you master like a few really quick jokes to like get in in and out of it real quick yeah. just because you don't want your life to be discussing it. So, yeah. I've got five or six that I go to like the I went to the All Blacks game versus Ireland in Chicago like a month before I left. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time they I think had ever lost to them and it was also uh not long before the uh, election. So the election and that All Blacks loss happened so closely together that everybody at my work, which is a sports job in uh, in New Zealand, when they asked me about uh, the election, I defer and say, "Hey, look, I went to the All Blacks game, and I and I was also a Hillary Clinton supporter, and I lost both within like a week. So I'm no, I'm not lucky." And so if you hired me because you're lucky, then you're wrong. And then they kind of laugh and they start thinking about the All Blacks and then I don't have to talk about Trump anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a good transition. Yeah, Yeah, so it's a... Yeah, it's real. What about about you? I mean, the the Czech Republic is not afraid of of political strife. Or maybe they're afraid of it, but they're definitely used to it. Yeah, I I think, um, at least in my past experience and talking to uh, Ilana... um, who is the reason that I'm here? Along my lovely wife is getting a PhD and um, focuses her dissertation focuses on Czech history, um, so she knows a good a bit about uh, about Czech um, culture and a little bit about politics. I, I think one of the the things that um, I've heard about the Czech Republic is that they're rather apathetic towards politics. Um, it also That's what happens when it doesn't work for you. Yeah, you know, I, I just read, you know, because someone someone asked me that before too, and um, one one of the responses that Alana's gotten when when um, you know people talk to her about Trump is, 
um, they say, well, you know, you have Trump, we have Zeman. And Zeman is, you know, their president, prime minister, I don't know. Uh, but he's r- rather anti-immigrant and sort of that, um, um, uh, not the most beloved um, politician uh, in the country. And so they, they, they sort of, I think there's this like shared, like, yeah, we, we understand, you know, you got a guy that, you know, maybe not everyone's crazy about. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I really, I haven't been approached, um, by anyone yet. Like I, I talked to, um, uh, two Czech girls, actually one was Czech, one was Slovak girl at the climbing gym the other day and just like small, small talk and, and talked about, you know, rock climbing and they never brought anything up. You know, one of the girls had lived yeah, cool. in the U S before, uh, she has an American boyfriend and she still didn't bring it up. So um, nice. I, I don't know if it's Good. if it's apathy or like you know maybe America isn't the the center of the universe um, <laughs> to them. Yeah, um, that's, it's possible. It's possible. It's po- I mean, I mean that, it's hard to believe. I haven't American. really considered it yet, but yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah. I think I think maybe it's a it's probably something that will warm up with time there for you. You've you I've been on the ground a little longer. You're, yeah. you're on hour like 27 right now. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, another time, you know, one of my previous visits, I had, um, I had met a, a, a guy that was like Czech and Russian and, uh, he started, he, we were drinking with him. He started yelling at me about, um, how Americans treated Native Americans, and I was like, I, "Why are you yelling at me this uh, about this? I didn't. I don't support it. Like, I don't think it's a good idea." Yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if anyone's maybe, gonna like, yell at me about Trump. I'll be like, "Hold, oh, hold on. I don't." <laughs> maybe he was talking about the pipeline. Maybe he wasn't even talking about the. Oh, this was years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, um. All right. So. All right. Well. Yeah. So we, you'll get a little bit of uh, probably probably blowback that Riley and I get from living abroad will occasionally make it onto this podcast just because, uh, the outside view is a little different than, uh, than probably watching CNN at the airport in Atlanta. Um, and it comes through a different filter and, you know, hopefully that's something we can bring that's of, of, um, of some value rather than just, uh, uh, kind of the echo chamber that is the U S I've tried to kind of, uh, delist myself from lots of that because it's one of the nice things about being away is like I don't have to I don't have to listen to all the same streams of information that I used to because one it's really expensive to call me and two um, I don't want to so uh, yeah there so <laughs> yeah getting a little different view here so uh, yeah that might sneak on every once in a while but in general this cast is not a politics cast what are we about here, Riley? We, we've got a list here. We'll go down the list, right? Yeah. So we got off topic for a minute there. Uh, so um, so what you guys can expect from us, um, and basically we're going to be sharing stories of, of our experiences with expat life. Um, I sort of saw this as like an opportunity to sort of create a like a living journal of our experiences abroad um, for a year because I'm frankly, I'm unemployed and I'm looking for something to keep me busy. Um, and, um, Bijan, uh, you know, Bijan's an expat now and, uh, yep. he's going to find some time, even though he is, uh, gainfully employed. Uh, yeah. but, uh, 
but we just wanted to sort of journal our experiences abroad and, and uh, kind of make the most of that. And maybe we could reach out to other people and hear other cool stories too. So we're going to have other people on the show, uh, whether they are also expats like uh, Bijan's uh, lovely uh, fiance, um, who has been an expat oh, yeah. in a yeah. couple different countries now. Yeah, she's living in country three now. Yeah, so she's she's got a she's got a wide um, uh, variety of experiences yeah. from that. I'm sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, or um, you know, people like our friends in in the U.S. that maybe moved to the U.S. from other countries, or you know, um, other other stories like that. So both other expats and just world travelers and and kind of. Um, you know, cool little brief stories about their experiences abroad. And when we're looking for people that have done something that's particularly different, not, not kind of your standard um, trips abroad, we want to hear some really cool, um, unique stories. Right, Beach? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's uh, Riley and I, uh, both are kind of photographers, and we always get in a little bit of trouble for, we like taking the photos, I think, a lot more than we post them. So, mm. Um, if uh, Riley and I get a little bit of heat because we, uh, just kind of stash them away. And so <laughs> kind of the idea here is, uh, just like f- uh, photos that might be on the hard drive, like let's get some of these good stories, these good experiences out into the world, let them grow and meet people. And, uh, and maybe we'll get to understand a little bit more about, about, uh, you know, ourselves and, and, uh, this, this journey uh, admittedly, uh, We've picked two countries that are not hard to be expats in. Mm. And, and actually, um, we've been sharing these lists. You can find these lists yeah. online. You know, yeah. best countries for expats, which I think almost exclusively means American expats. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, Czech Republic, because it's uh, it's affordable and most people already speak English. Um, yeah. And I think New Zealand for mostly the same reasons as that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, New Zealand is expensive-ish, especially because about a third of the people live in Auckland. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, New Zealand's a, city, a country of four and a half million and there's about 1.5 in Auckland. Mm-hmm. And so Auckland can be quite expensive. It's like San Francisco sort of prices, um, mm-hmm. f- especially for housing. But I think probably the reason why they get all the credit for uh, being a good expat spot is it's just a green, verdant paradise. It's like Eden. You know, like yeah. the whole idea of, um, do you remember Manifest Destiny from history class? Does that ring a bell? Oh, don't, don't quiz me now. My, my right. wife, Man- the historian, Manif- Manifest so Destiny. It's like the idea is when the, when the colonists hit the coast, uh, well, maybe not immediately, but the, the idea was expansion into the West, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like you keep going and going and going and uh, until you hit California and then you stop. And that feeling starts to sour a little bit. You know, there's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to expand into. And you kind of, uh, I don't know, the the American mentality stagnates a little bit. We've kind of rotted within our own borders. <laughs> so <laughs> at, at, one point, at one point, you kind of think like, well, what do I need to do to be the most uh, adventurous American mind I can think and you think, the, oh, I got to leave. And yeah. to be honest, where else do you go that feels like an expansion west? And it's, for me, it's the end of the earth, man. It's New Zealand. Yeah. Like yeah. This, is, this feels like when you're here, you're like, oh, wait, I am uh, both. So, by the way, we were named our own continent. 
Zealandia. I, I heard think, that right I last think, week. Um, yeah. Much to the happiness of Australians, I think. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Screw them. They can be their own continent too. So we're each our own you've, continent now. You've already wonderful. Ad- you've already adopted the Kiwi mentality of screw Australia. That's right. <laughs> that's right. It's very clear that that that's the right approach. Do you um, think? But uh, this is a side note. But do you think it's more that Australians are saying screw New Zealand than New Zealand? Like, I, I, I get the feeling that New Zealand is sort of indifferent about Australia. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, rivalries are born out of similarities. You uh. know, like so, like. Uh, whatever whoever's kind of closest to you in character you like like to hate on them because of the nuanced differences yeah. you know so so yeah i think it's because there's they're just they have so much in common yeah but uh i mean even their their dollars like one to one now they I, they're for me at least their accents are almost indifferenciable like it's on it's oh don't and say then that you throw in the fact that there's loads of english here too it's <laughs> like really just a grab bag like it really can be confusing so no, I think it's probably just they both have magnificent countries and it's kind of like who can be best. This is kind of reminds me of like the Swedes and Norwegians, you know, they're yeah. like they're both great westernized d- democracies with incredible people and services and on and on and on, but they want to be better than each other. Is it but they both like hate the, Finland. The, is it more like the Finns and the Swedes though? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> Fin, fin, Finland is the Mexico of, <laughs> yeah. uh, of Scandinavia. <laughs> that, that's very clear. That's I've, very I've clear. heard it explained as like the Alabama of. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like it's there's always a pecking order in any region, right? So like I remember so, what, when my a quick Iranian, shout out. Sorry to any Alabamans yeah. listening. <laughs> no, no. This is just I think like part of living in the world, though, right? Like you can apologize for it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's true. Like. Uh, <laughs> um, my when my Iranian cousins came to visit me like way back in two thousand four five, um, they were telling me like uh, how many Kurdish people can you fit in a in an apartment jokes really and I was like no we have those same jokes yeah but they're not and yeah so it's just yeah everybody should really just probably stop them or drop them but it's just in our character I think like you know. You know, when back back when we were primates, or well, we still are primates, I guess. But back back when we were uh, the other tribe in the jungle, you know, you just you just make fun of the other one. That's just what happens. <laughs> uh, there's no way around it. I'd love know? to it's, imagine uh, these Neanderthals playing pranks on each other. Yeah, totally, uh, and probably also murdering and infanticide and all kinds of other terrible yeah, things. But like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. it all goes hand in hand. All right, <laughs> so. The, <laughs> It's pretty clear there'll be some digressions on this show. <laughs> what do we have? Including Donald Trump oh, and emphasize less than 29 yeah. minutes. That's yeah. good, though. But anyways, so this is kind of the general theme. Uh, less banter in future episodes. This is kind of just an intro episode for Riley and I to kind of get acquainted with making a podcast because this is our first. Mm-hmm. And two, to kind of just uh, uh, catch you up with us. Uh, loads of people will know us uh, from... Uh, from just per, you know interpersonally, but for those of you that don't, you know, two pretty yeah. easygoing guys, great F- ladies. Fully expect ninety nine percent of our listening audience for this episode to be yeah. family and friends. Yeah, so. and we're gonna try to get some diversity of voices on the on the show here, just just because nobody wants to hear Riley and I talk all day <laughs> every day. Absolutely. So not. Most, yeah. mostly we're gonna have other people come tell us stories, and um, hopefully they'll be really good. Um, but we're gonna. Because we uh, haven't really headhunted the first uh, story yet, um, we're going to have to tell one of our own. So next yep. week, 
Um, Riley and I are going to tell the story of the time I crashed his honeymoon. Yep. Fantastic story. One of my favorites. Yeah. We're starting off on yeah. a good foot, I think. Yeah, so we're going to call that one the hazards of honeymoon crashing. And there are a few, but there's way more benefits. Way more benefits. A little, yeah. It, it was mostly beneficial. Yes, exactly. Yeah. One of the most romantic weekends of my life. All right. So, uh, oh, one last plug, and we'll, we'll keep this in the show notes because I think we'll be doing uh, show notes on this. Uh, Bijan's Instagram, once again, being Bijan. Um, yeah. B-E-J-A-N. Uh, yeah. My Instagram, Riley.Miller, R-Y-L-E-Y dot Miller. Um, yeah. And uh, so feel free to follow us. We're going to get uh, a website up and going, uh, try to get a, get a blog updated. And, um, and uh, you know, we'll keep you guys posted on that progress. But uh, thanks for listening. Let us yeah, know if there's thanks, anything you guys want us to, uh, to, to do or talk about on the cast. Yeah, or any feedback or... Uh uh, we're not going to put this anywhere you can rate it because we know it's shit for now. So uh, we'll uh, eventually, when we feel like we've cut our teeth, we'll, we'll put it somewhere you can rate it and give us some good feedback. All cool. right. And with that, thank you, guys. We'll, uh, right. we'll see, see you next you. week. Adios. Adios.